0: I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. It is Wednesday, May 10th. I'm your host, Peter Apple, and I have two MLB best bets for you today. And not gambling advice is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code JustBaseball when you download for a full instant deposit match up to $100 on the best daily fantasy app. How about a sweep? Yesterday we crushed the game picks as both totals soared over, even with the line movement. We also cashed a Prize Picks entry which we desperately needed. Good for us, but that was yesterday, and we need more today. So I have two picks, no Prize Picks. Don't love the prize picks board, but these two game picks have definitely caught my eye. Our straight plays record is 55 and 45. We are up 6.15 units, and I'm using Bet MGM lines this year. There is a link in the episode description for a risk-free $1,000 bet. You can also use code JBFANS if you're betting on MLB. Wager $10 on any MLB money line and receive $100 in bonus bets once the bet is settled. Or, depending on your state, you can see up to $200 in bonus bets. So the first game, we are traveling to T-Mobile Park to watch the Texas Rangers take on the Seattle Mariners at 3.40 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Dane Dunning versus Luis Castillo. Dane Dunning is pitching a little too well, and I want to fade him. Dane Dunning is a replacement-level pitcher. He's not bad, but he isn't what he's shown so far this season. He's rocking a one 2 ERA but much of this high-level production has come out of the bullpen this season. He's been rock-solid as a swingman, but now that he's back in the rotation, I think he'll revert to his old ways. By run value, the Mariners' favorite pitch to hit is the sinker, which, Dunning's most, which is Dunning's most-used offering. Dunning has done an excellent job mixing his pitches, so you'll rarely see the same look. That said, none of his pitches grayed out as even average. Every pitch falls below an 85-stuff-plus. 100 is average, and his 79 overall stuff plus explains who Dunning really is. Dane Dunning has also had major troubles on the road throughout his career. In 2022, he put up a 5.62 ERA on the road. In 2021, he put up a 6.39 ERA on the road. In 2020, that ERA on the road was 4.30. This will be his second consecutive road start after throwing five shutout innings on the road. I'm willing to bet on a large sample of poor road performance over the success he's had thus far. His 3.09 XERA and 4.80 XFIP also tells us that regression is looming as his strikeout rate is a career low. At Safeco Field, or T-Mobile Park, Dunning allowed 10 hits and 5 earned runs, over 2 starts totaling 9 innings to give him a 5-0-0 ERA. Against the Mariners overall, he rocked a 4-4-3 ERA while allowing 10 runs in 20 innings. Don't look now, but the Mariners' bats are heating up against right-handers. In the month of May, the Mariners are rocking a 117 WRC plus against right-handers, while the Rangers have an 88 WRC plus against right-handers. Luis Castillo has performed like an ace this season, but I'm not laying the juice because his velocity is down from last year. He's still pitching great, but I'd lay the juice if this were the Luis Castillo averaging 97 miles an hour. This is 95 miles an hour Luis Castillo pitching to a 238 ERA and a 319 XERA. Very solid. He's very good. But he's not quite as electric as we're used to. And the Rangers have almost no experience against him, which should benefit Castillo. The Mariners are too expensive on the full game money line, even though I think they win pretty comfortably. But I'm going to play them early with the advantage in the rotation because the difference between Castillo and Dunning is a lot. And with the way the Mariners bats are starting to heat up. I think they win early. Give me the Mariners through the first five, minus a half, so they have to win through five innings. At minus 120, it's one unit to win .83 units. My next play is the Chicago White Sox versus Kansas City Royals at 7.40 p.m. Eastern. We're traveling to Kansas City at Kauffman Stadium to watch Lance Lynn versus Brad Keller take the mound. I bet this game, I bet, this is funny, I bet this before the game was even over last night, and I'm so glad the game ended as a low-scoring battle. I sent this play out to my subscribers, I think around 10 p.m., maybe 9.30. These two offenses have been red hot, and a letdown game was in order yesterday, but the total should go the opposite way today. Lance Lynn has a rough matchup today. The Royals should feast off him for the number of fastballs he throws and how much hard contact he allows. Since May began, the Royals ranked third in WRC Plus against right-handed pitching at 136. For most of the season, I complained about how unlucky this Royals offense was getting. They hit the ball hard but went right into the outfielder's gloves or the infielder's gloves. It was terrible. But those balls are starting to fall, ranking second in a hard hit rate right behind the Rays in May. Lance Lynn hasn't performed all that well against the Royals in the past, when he was a better version of himself. Through 109 plate appearances, Lynn is rocking a 255 opponent batting average, a 350 x X-Roba, and a 486 x X-Slug. The quality of contact against Lynn is closing in on Elite. Following Lynn will be one of baseball's worst bullpens. The bullpen is most likely without their best reliever in Kendall Graveman after throwing in two straight games. The White Sox bullpen has a 6-2-1 ERA, good for second worst to Oakland in the league. They have the eighth worst Sierra and the second worst FIP. The Royals aren't a safe underdog, though, because Brad Keller has a really bad matchup against the White Sox today. Keller has some of the worst command in baseball, ranking in the 4th percentile in walk rate. The White Sox will take their free passes, but their issue is chasing pitches outside the zone. Lucky for them, Keller doesn't get you to swing and miss outside the zone. He ranks in the ninth percentile in chase rate. The White Sox offense has been around league average against right-handed pitchers in May. But they had plenty of success against Keller last season. In 22 innings, he allowed 26 hits and 14 earned runs in 22 innings to give him a 5.73 ERA. Following Keller will also be one of baseball's worst bullpens. They ranked 26th in bullpen ERA at 5.24 and 19th in FIP. Ballpark Palace-Kaufman Stadium tied for the third highest run scoring environment of the day. The temperature should be around 75 to 80 degrees by game time with some wind blowing west to east. That's not ideal wind, honestly, but I don't think it should be much of a problem. If there was no wind, this might be one of my favorite plays of the year. But the problem is the wind isn't in our favor. Could end up being a problem, but I think with the weather being so hot, these two pitchers, the bullpens, it's enough to go with the over. Because my model has it near 10, so if the only line you can find is nine and a half, the value just quite isn't as strong. But again, it's still worthy of a play. I took the Royals versus the White Sox over nine runs at minus 120. Right now, I'm seeing a lot of nine and a halves in the market around minus 110, minus 105. Still worthy of laying minus 105. Um, if it gets beyond minus one Oh five, I just would limit it to one unit at nine and a half, but I still think it goes over to 10, but it's just, you know, we bet on value. And just because I think it'll go over, doesn't mean that we increase our unit size just because we think it'll sort, even though I do, of course, just like yesterday, I said the same thing, even though both games soared way over the total. So those will do it. Remember, I have the Mariners through the first five minus a half and minus 120. That's for one unit. And I have the White Sox versus the Royals over nine runs and minus 120. Feel free to come through to our Twitch stream at 4.30 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash just baseball fans where we go over all the games of the day. Really appreciate you guys listening. If you cashed yesterday and were listening to the podcast, I would greatly appreciate a five-star review, whether that be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you still want to get my plays early the night before, Uh, Make sure to tap into my Dub Club subscription. It is in the episode description. It is $24.99 a month or 83 cents a day. I think you'll make it back in juice. Appreciate you guys all listening, but we have to remember, it's not gambling advice.